Hey, coming up today, we have two members of the band Loud and Swain. The band is an indie rock band from Los Angeles, fronted by actor-musician Rob Benedict, who you may know from the shows Supernatural or Felicity, or the movie Waiting. Back here, one of my personal favorites. Uh, he's here with drummer Stephen Norton, who is uh, literally down the road from me here in Arizona. And we're going to talk about the band's new album, shows, music videos, lyrics and songwriting, and so much more. Stay right there. Okay, well, obviously, uh, I know Rob's background, like, but I don't know yours, Stephen. So, I mean, other than you just told me that you're from L.A. for the last 20 years. So what were you in? I know Loudon Swain was since, what, 98? 97, actually. So we just celebrated 25 years. Um, in fact, on Halloween, that was our 25th anniversary of our first gig ever. Um, so, yeah, so I grew up in Illinois, went to school at University of North Texas, which has this amazing music, amazing music program down there. And um, and I uh, moved out to L.A. in 90, 94, 95, somewhere around there um, and met Rob and Mike about uh, about a year and a half later. Um, and so Rob and I, uh, one of my high school buddies, um, went to college with Rob. And so that's how I got introduced. So we, uh, we were all in the same circle of friends and Rob, uh, Rob was having a party. I think, uh, I think his wife had just gotten her bar, uh, you know, past the bar or something. I, I can't remember what exactly it was for, but it was something like uh, that. Yeah. And so, uh, so we, uh, they were having a party and they were like, he and a couple other guys were playing some music. And I remember saying to my buddy, uh, who introduced us, I was like, man, they're a really good band. Like, I like, I like the songs. Like, like, I, I just remember liking the songs. It was like, you know, they, it was, it was a bunch of people hanging around, you know, just getting drunk and having fun and playing music. So it wasn't anything, you know, it wasn't like a serious gig. It was just guys hanging out, having fun. And I remember saying to my buddy, like, I love the songs, man. And, and then, you know, a couple of weeks later, he was like, Hey, would you want to play with those guys? And I was like, yeah, man, that'd be great. So we got together and, and 25 years later, here we are. Dang. So what do you, do you do other bands too though? Cause like when Rob's doing acting stuff, then you have like time to work on other things or. So this is my full time. So like I run a lot of the merch stuff out of my house and um, you know, and I take care of a lot of the just behind the scenes stuff for the band. And so, yeah, so it's, it's a full time thing for me. Okay. So Rob, were you a musician first or actor at the same time or how did your path go? Um, I was always acting was always my focus and music was sort of my extracurricular activity. Um, but I, you know, I always had the intention of, you know, I went to theater school and then I graduated. I came right out to LA. That was, I was really just very focused on having an acting career and trying to make that happen. Um, but you know, when, with my free time, I'd get together and play with, with buddies, you know, I had a band in high school, you know, but nothing extremely serious, but then, you know, we started writing these songs together and it, and it, and it became, we, we felt like they were really good songs. And then when Norton joined the group, it was like, well, then it was like a band, you know? And then and I always kind of, in my mind, I always kind of put it sort of to the side. Cause to me, like the band was something where we were creating something and it didn't matter to me if we, got radio play or people liked it or not. It was gratifying just to do it. And acting was, I took that so seriously and you, you know, there's a lot of rejection in acting and you know, it matters making it or not making it. Cause it's my bread and butter ultimately. So hmm. I just didn't want to have that pressure for the music and I didn't want to spoil 
the, my love of music with putting that pressure. I'm like, we got it. We got it. We got it. But you know, then everything evolved and, and slowly one started feeding into the other that, you know, people who maybe followed shows that I was on or movies I was in found out about the band and then started following the band. And um, yeah. And one kind of fed into the other. And, you know, now we, we play a lot at the supernatural conventions um, which is pretty amazing. Um, and it really is like bringing the two, my two worlds together. And um, I, I don't think of music as extracurricular anymore. I, um, I'm really proud of what we do and, and, uh, and yeah, it's, it's, it's part of my, yeah, I guess it all kind of goes into the same pot, you know, for me, just sort of my uh, creative self. Okay. Yeah. Cause I know like uh, Billy Bob Thornton, I had him on and that was all, he has a band. He was like a musician first same with like Johnny Depp, which I don't think I even knew that wow. he was a musician first and then he became an actor. So it's interesting. You're, so you're more of an actor first and then the mu music was kind of a side fun thing. And now it's becoming more. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I never, I mean, I always, always loved music and musicians and kind of worshiped musicians in, in a way that I, I didn't think I was worthy enough to be in that group and could even call myself a musician, you know, and um, acting was really like, I really, put pressure on to do that. I just, as a young, young person, I wanted to be an actor. Um, and I just, ne yeah, I never considered myself worthy enough as, as a musician, but, um, obviously, uh, you know, now I do. I, um, but, um, but yeah, when I first started, I didn't consider myself a musician. What musicians did you look up to? I was trying to figure out your, cause your guys' sound is, uh, it's, it's kind of eclectic, I would say. I mean, it's it's got definitely a sound to it, but uh, I'm trying to figure out, like, I'm, get, I'm hearing, like, maybe a little Tom Petty, maybe some, like, uh, rockabilly kind of stuff, uh, maybe, like, kind of like some indie rock, like uh, Death Cab for Cutie or... Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's that's all in there. It's definitely t Tom Petty. I mean, Norton and, uh, and our lead guitar player, Billy Moran, came from more, like, the hard rock world um and you know hair metal but also you know metallica and like you know and even before that acdc like led zeppelin yeah yeah and 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 the bass player mike borja and myself came from more of an indie rock background like we loved the smiths and you know rem and um you know i loved you too um and uh so yeah so it, it really sort of the, the those those parts came together and and that's what our sound is so, so it's a little bit of both of that which i think tom petty is a good sort of in between of those you know two things um uh but yeah so it's uh you know now we kind of we've all kind of listened to the same thing but uh, i'm always been drawn i've been drawn to indie music and eclectic music um that's how I'm, i always get inspired mm -hmm. yeah i heard like even like maybe a little bit of the shins is that, is oh, that yeah for sure person? yeah i love yeah. the shins yeah okay yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, and what I like about the Shins too is that like he's a really good lyricist, and and you may not know what he's saying, and then you read the lyrics later, and you're like, oh, that's you know, that's actually quite witty. You know, he's like he's really funny. Um, so yeah, and I I sort of pride myself on trying to write you know lyrics that have a sense of humor, but are also very raw and emotional. So give me an example that like, what's your, what's one that you're really proud of with, cause that is something that I never really pay attention to as the lyrics, but if then, if you look, you're like, Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. You know, we have a song on the new, uh, on the new record, um, called guilty one that I'm, I'm kind of proud of it. It really kind of, yeah. it's, uh, it's, uh, it, it, it's, I, it pieces together sort of different things that we experiences that we actually did have. And, um, and they're all kind of things that, 
that wind up with me being the one who was guilty of the wrongdoing or whatever it was. And, but in the crafting of the song, I kind of created this character that's not necessarily me, but he's sort of a character that by the end of the song, he's kind of like, you know, um, you know, like, you know, au revoir, mother effers. Like at the end of it, I like say that, like he's, he's sort of like, yeah, I'm the guilty one. He's going to go out shooting. You know what I mean? He's like that kind of guy. Okay. So, yeah. That's uh, funny that you say that. Cause I, I listened to the new album and, and that one in particular, it sounded, it kind of had a little bit of that rockabilly vibe yeah, that I was saying. Yeah. It sounded like some, honestly, it sounded like it would have fit really well with a, a Tarantino film. I thought. Yes. For sure, for sure. And it's yeah. that kind of character is like, ah, you know, you're gonna have to, you know, kill me if you want to catch me, you know. Um, but yeah, I kind of like the main story that that came out of was that the that I got deported from England because we were touring and we went into to London and they busted us for not having a uh, work permit. Oh, to play a gig there, which we played London so many times, we never got asked. And so we weren't ready for the question. And, you know, and so, uh, we like me and a couple of the dudes spent the uh, 24 hours in a, in a cell and then they deported us back to, back to LA. It was wow. crazy. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Cause I've heard different things from bands about that. That sounds like such a nightmare doing all oh, that. Yeah. Like I heard it's harder for people from Europe to come to America. America's like super strict with, with stuff like that. Huh. And they charge, don't they? I think they charge fees or something where do you have to pay when you go to Europe and stuff or no? If you, if you want a permit. Yeah. 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 There's, there's all kinds of stuff that you have to fill out. And, uh, and so, yeah. So the, the, some people that we had done shows with over there throughout the years, like, yeah, it was always just sort of like, yeah, oh, we're just going to go over and play. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, yeah. and, you know, like it was always, the, it was always the, uh, there was always the unspoken conversation or mostly spoken conversation of like, if they ask, just tell them you're here for, here for vacation. You brought your guitar to play, play music with your friends, you oh. know? <laughs> so, yeah, they, but, they like handcuff you and like arrest you like they didn't handcuff us they were just like kind of like you know come with me and then they yeah they put us in a cell with like without any of our belongings and 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 pulled us out one by one and questioned us about our story to get our story straight hmm. and it's a weird thing when you're in that position you're like oh shit am i am i a criminal like am I, you know what I mean? like <laughs> is what that is the only time story? you've been in jail <laughs> what's that is that the only time you've ever been in jail and that's the second time I've been in jail. <laughs> Wait, so what was the first time? Was that in America? Uh, or? That was in America. That was about 15 years ago. I had a, yeah, uh, I was a youthful uh, indiscretion. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was just a, yeah, exactly. Youthful, indiscretion. youthful indiscretion had to do with drinking and then driving an automobile that kind of thing <laughs> but no one got hurt yeah no one got I mean, hurt no people got hurt. are so judgmental but i feel like everybody's probably driven under the exactly. influence when they shouldn't have maybe they just didn't get a dui but i'm exactly. sure everybody's had maybe uh, maybe just maybe if it's even one extra glass of wine that's over the legal yeah. limit and then they got away with it yeah, yeah. Was, that was before pre that was pre-uber days right i mean yep. was, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like, and i actually blew the exact limit. I was like just drunk. I blew a 0 0.08, which is like that's that that that's the legal level. Like if right. you had waited five minutes, you would have been fine. Right. Yeah. Right. That's what my friend told me you're supposed to do is you're supposed to say, look, I'll answer any of your questions, but if you want me to, uh, I won't take, you're not supposed to do any of the tests and you're not supposed to take the breathalyzer. You make them arrest you and take you down to the station because do time is your friend. And by the time you get right. down there, you might be not, yeah, especially if you're close. Yeah. I would have known if I could go back. 
And nowadays, yeah. just Uber. <laughs> like, yeah, well, that's just, probably yeah, the, the better like, thing. Yeah, yeah we always tell everyone, like, yeah, we just did a show last weekend, and we were like, if you can Uber to the show, Uber to the show. Like, yeah. You know. Like, yeah. So does that affect that doesn't affect your acting gigs? People are like, like, they don't look at your resume and do background checks for acting and stuff. No, right? Well, actually, they do. When you oh, go really? when you, you work in Canada, oh. you, again, you have to have the work permit. And yeah, they do a full check on you. And, and they you can't have if you've been arrested, it, it does work against you. But for me, ultimately, it got I got the charge. Uh, they they uh, what was it called? What's it called? Like downgraded the charge. Oh, OK, yeah. Expunge? Did they, did they take it off your record? Well, ultimately, well, they took it off my record because after like eight years, it goes off your record. But uh, also, it, it 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 doesn't say DUI. It's it was like reckless driving, yeah, yeah. Reckless, oh, okay. reckless, uh, alcohol related. So that was on my 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 uh, you know on my uh, record for a little bit. But uh, but now it's gone. Now it's that's not good. That doesn't. Yeah. I mean, because like I feel like if you're a band like Motley Crue. Then you want right. like a rest. You're like the more chaos yeah. and crazy. Yeah. If you're an indie rock, I don't, I mean, I guess it probably doesn't really work against you that much either, but I don't, you know, probably doesn't work for yeah. you either. Yeah. But it makes good. It's good for song lyrics. Good, good yeah. for stories, bad for touring. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, what was the song? I don't think it was on the new record. It might've been an older song. There was, there's actually one that I was paying attention to the lyrics because it had, it was like something about Oasis and you were talking about the band Oasis and you were, you were talking about that, but I, I can't remember what song it was. I thought I wrote it down. Maybe foolish I didn't. Romance, I think. Yeah, foolish romance. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, even, even Noel left the game, uh, or even Liam left the game. Don't make me your Noel. Anyway, yeah, I have an o- Oasis reference. Yeah, uh, just to '90s talking about '90s rock and uh, yeah. I mean, I, I like to do that kind of thing. Like, have just sort of really specific references um i just think that's kind of fun or funny in a song so yeah i, I mentioned noel and liam gallagher in my song um talking about you know someone who who rocks out to 90s you know to 90s rock 90s pop rock yeah those guys don't get along very well though, or, or no. anymore right is it still no. broken up they've been broken up for a long time right they, we saw yeah. them open for the who um we saw them open for the who like three years ago Really? Yeah, they they did I like a few, they did like a few shows together. Yeah, Borja, our, our bass oh. player, and I, um, and I think maybe our guitar player was with us as well. But yeah, we went and saw the Who, and uh, yeah, those guys. Oasis was opening, and like the worst part was we only caught like one song of it. Oh wow! Yeah, oh, we really man, the last song. So because yeah, I heard they just hate each other. It's just like this. They do spite between. That's yeah. gonna be rough if you're in a band. Hopefully, obviously, you guys don't have that in in uh, Loud and Swain, right? <laughs> We've no, had our, no. We've had our shares of of arguments over the years, but it's like you're, we're brothers at this point. You know, it's like 25 yeah. years in, you just go like, if you get in an argument with someone, you go like, ah, f that guy for the day, and then you you know you might. For sure, we him. yeah, we we have our share of fights, but nothing like uh, you hear about the Gallagher's or or the uh, the Black Crow brothers. Yeah, um, we've never thrown punches at Robinsons. each other. And no, yeah, we've never thrown punches at each other, and it's never gotten worse than like just some heated yelling. And- yeah. And in fact, you know, when, when shit goes down with one of us, uh, the others, the other three are always there for that person. That's what's always been great about our band. Like we've gone through a lot of personal struggles and the other three are like, we'll drop anything to, to help you out. And, you know, we really have a bond that way. Yeah. Talk about that because that's what something that was in the press release, how like you you went through a divorce uh yeah. the who somebody lost their father was that the guitar player 
Bass that was the bass player, player Mike Borja. Yeah, bass player. Sorry, and then yeah. right in the middle of that was right in the middle of COVID. Yeah, and then you, Stephen, were battling colon cancer. I mean, how do you? How are you even there for each other when you got to be there for yourselves? <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, it's it's you know, it's one of those things. It's like right, life's gonna throw some shit at you, and at some point, you just go, you know, you go like, okay, this is my support group, and this is who this is who matters in my life, and and you know, and we've we've been really good about like you know taking somebody aside and just saying like, Hey, look, like do this or, or don't do this. Or like, Hey man, if you need us, like we're here. And, and so, you know, for, for me, it was like, you know, I did, I played a show two weeks after I had surgery and luckily for me, like mine, you know, mine turned out fine and like, you know, I'm healthy and I'm in a good place, but like, you know, it was, it was that thing on the Sunday, on the third day of our show that weekend, it was like, I couldn't go. And these guys just went, they just, they, they took over and, and like, you know, let me rest. And, and, you know, so it was, and it's great to have that kind of support where you go like, look, if I can't do something, I know these guys are going to have my back. And I know that like, they're just going to be there for me. And and we've all done that for everybody. It's like when, when anybody's had problems, man, it's like, we're, we're like, look, man, if you need to talk, if you need anything, you let us know. And that's just, that's just, I think that's, it says a lot about, I think who we are as people and, and just sort of like the amount that we've invested in each other, you know? Yeah. It sounds like a family. It's more yeah. than just a band yeah, for, for sure. sure. Sure, you guys aren't sure. like uh you know these big bands that are touring separate buses or whatever that like <laughs> exactly no, you guys are no. actually having fun together and there for each other and yeah, yeah. We, we 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 just did a thing where we showed up uh to get picked up um for a thing that I don't think we can talk about yet but um but they just they sent four different cars four different sedans to pick up the band and we all and we we ended up they were small cars so we ended up two and two but it was like we got phone calls from the people that were arranging it and they're like hey how come you weren't in your car and we're like what do you mean? No, we just we went together we didn't think well, we went know. together like why would you send four cars for four guys that have just spent the entire weekend together and are going to spend the whole next five days together <laughs> it's like yeah. you know so that stuff never makes sense to us and we're all just like oh you mean people get individual cars and do their own thing <laughs> no. drama yeah, yeah so yeah with all the stuff you guys are have been through that some of that must be reflected in the songwriting right so Tell me about the song uh, Sleepyhead. That sounded like that came from a place of emotion, a dark place, possibly. Yeah, that's a good example of like, you know, how we, we were always co-writing. And that uh, is uh, Norton wrote the music for that and uh, and sent it to me. And, you know, a, a lot of my lyrics are very uh, emotional. And, and, and for that, when I don't write the music, it's it's just like where it takes me and uh, – and you know that was sort of the origin of that that song um yeah just you know um just feeling a certain way and uh uh just wanting to go to sleep <laughs> just wanting to sleep it off and not not have to uh tackle your your issues um but yeah that came from this very emotional music that 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 Norton had written um, which is which has been great. Which is great about this new album too. There was, a, I think, more, even more collaboration. Norton wrote a couple of the songs, and Billy wrote a couple of the songs, and, uh, and Mike, the bass player, wrote one. Um, but yeah, so it was it was very collaborative that way. Yeah, that's cool. That's like the last song, but the first song is such a, a different. It's a contrast. I love that one. It's like kind of a rock and it's kind of like yeah. a White Stripes vibe. I really like. Did he write that? Uh, the bass player write that because it's got such a really cool bass line at the beginning. 
I actually wrote that song, but okay. you know, again, that's one that one of the things wine and roses is the song. And that's yes. one of the things right. where, that I love about this band is like, I mean, I write the song, but like it, we, we always say like music by loud and Swain because I, I hand it to them and, and then they do their thing with it. So yeah, Mike, whatever Mike's playing on that, that's, you know, that's Mike being at his best. Um, but, uh, yeah. So yeah, we, I, we really, I really like the way that, came, when that one came out too. And it's, it's, it's a great rocker. Yeah, and then the first the song that's out now that people can check out, uh, there's the rub. There's a song and a video. Great song, well written, good chorus, good uh, like build up with the piano and stuff. But the yeah. video, tell me about that because there's like I was confused. I'm like I don't. This is like some sort of artistic thing I don't get. There's like it's like a girl singing, but this is clearly not the singer of the song. So wh- right. what's going on with this, the video? Steve, you want to take that? Yeah. So, so that was our friend Kim Rhodes, um, who was in Supernatural with Rob. She was also in uh, this. She played the mom in the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody, and and she's been a dear friend of ours for years and years. And we were in Washington, Washington D.C. at the. We were staying at the at the Watergate. Yeah, the Watergate Hotel, and uh, we were there for a show. And we were like, we we we've been talking amongst ourselves. We we're like, man, we got to get a video done. Uh, cause we got to get something and we were like, well, I don't know when we're going to have time to do it. And so our bass player, Mike sat down with Kim who had heard the song. He had played the song for Kim and, and Kim was like, I love this song. It speaks to me. I want to do the video. She's like, she's like, tell me what you want and we'll do it. And so we just started, Mike just started filming stuff in the lobby and then uh, we had a show at a little club that weekend that we filmed the live stuff for. And, um, and so we just sort of pieced it together. And I think the, you know, then Rob can probably speak better about the lyrics and sort of, you know, I think he mentioned that earlier about where the lyrics are coming from. But, um, I think Kim sort of took that chorus of, you know, you're scared, you're impaired, um, and sort of just jumped on that and then used her range as an actress to just really like kill it, man. I mean, everything that you see in that video, like that's her crying on command and like, um, I mean, she's, she's amazing. Like she was great. So yeah, she, she, yeah. And you know, and the, the, the song is, you know, it's, it's, I'm kind of talking to myself really. Um, I'm sort of reaching out and, um, looking at myself in a very vulnerable moment where I'd sort of been over imbibing and, you know, uh, kind of reaching for something else, um, via, you know, alcohol and 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 partying and and i'm reaching out to myself going i i see you basically i see you and i know you know you're impaired you're scared uh you know these are the lyrics of the song and uh that really spoke to kim because of things that she's been through and so yeah so she so the video winds up it's kind of it's me watching these these her singing the lyrics to me uh, and then it kind of winds up with us playing the song live, but yeah, that's kind of where that came from is um, she's almost this voice that's reaching out and saying to me, Hey, I see you. Um, and, and then in the video, I'm watching her on the screens. Yeah. It's like, oh. it's almost like she's, she's his inner monologue. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, that makes sense. I'm so bad at like deciphering those kinds of things. I'm like, Videos, oh, I you know. like it. it's a cool yeah. song. I was just like, I'm yeah. confused. Like. Yeah. It was interesting. I liked it. Um, but then you have another, I was going through your YouTube and, and there was another song that you guys did a video for gamma ray. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I just had a question though. Cause I, the cute blonde in the video is that I swear that looked like Margot Robbie. My girlfriend's like, no, her eyebrows are different. Is that her? Or is it just a lookalike? Cause she looks like Margot Robbie. Does she not? It is not Margot Robbie. Um, but yeah. She, and, and to be honest, does. 
the pro- the producer of the video or the director of the video um oh god and i'm drawing a blank on his name uh your wasn't that wasn't that your yes he movie? worked with me on a he directed me in a short film oh gosh I, don't, I can't remember his name either that was literally like nine years ago now so yeah those are his people right yeah so he filmed that stuff separately from the band so we didn't mm-hmm. even we never met those people we didn't or maybe they were if we did, they were there. They were there. They were there at the end. They were there at yeah. the end for one short scene. But I think we met them for maybe five, ten minutes, and it was it was it was a quick video shoot. We did it in a single day, and he did some stuff separately, um, you know, yeah. before that. And so, yeah. so yeah. So, but that that is not Margot Robbie. Yeah, it does kind of yeah. look like her, though, right? It Am I crazy? Like her. Yeah, yeah, it does. No, it does look like her. Definitely. Yeah, that must be cool to have access to all these actresses and uh, actors and directors and things that really is a big help with music videos, especially, right? We've been super fortunate, you know, like a couple of Rob's friends that he's worked with on other projects have like reached out to us at various times and said like, Hey, I want to do this with you guys. Like our all I need video, uh, which was like the first real music video that we made. Um, you know, a buddy of Rob's, um, from St. Louis reached out to us and was like, Hey, I want to do this. And he sent us a whole bunch of ideas and we got together one day in LA. And so, yeah, it's been super amazing to have those. I mean, quite honestly, like half of the things that this band does is, is because of the opportunities that we've gotten from our friends. You know, it's like, um, you know, we've been very lucky in that and that like, you know, people ask us all the time, like, Hey, will you come do this show? Will you come work on this? Will you come, you know, will you write a song for this? And it's like, yeah, it's been, we've been super fortunate for that, you know? And, and that's where the, 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 both of my worlds kind of play into each other and kind of, you know, the guy that, that directed all I need video, he, we, we just done, he directed me in a movie in St. Louis and he was, became a fan of the band and wanted to, you know, do a video for the band, you know, uh, it's fun when those, those two worlds can kind of interact that way. Yeah. Yeah. What, what was the one? I can't find it. I thought I, I wrote it down. There was one song that you guys put it's, it's in a movie, right? Isn't that more uh, like an early one? A little help or a little help. Maybe? Okay. Is I did a movie was? with Jenna Fisher. Yes. Uh, that's what it was. A little help. Yeah. And uh, we wrote the song for that movie called help you. Yeah. So you, will you do more of that too? Putting your, uh, these songs off the new album into movies. Is that, is that a hard process to not really? I mean, if, if, if it's a, you know, if it's a big studio movie, that's harder Mm, to more hoops to jump through. But if it's more of an indie movie with the the Jenna Fisher movie, I just become close with the director just in the process of doing the movie. And, um, and then I, I kind of, we kind of wrote the song, like on spec, like I didn't, you know, he didn't yeah. say he didn't commission the song. We, um, Billy had this guitar part and I wrote lyrics that had to do with this movie. So I played it for the director and he's like, Oh my God, this is, this is, this is going in the movie, you know? Um, but then there are other things like I did this indie movie last summer, this summer, and they just called and wanted to use a loud Swain song and that one of our newer songs. So yeah, it's great when that, that happens as much as possible. We had a couple, we had like three songs that were in supernatural, um, but yeah, as much oh. as possible, I'd love being able to do that. That is really cool. So, yeah. you, cause the band is named after, uh, the character from the movie vision quest or whatever, but explain like the, the other names that you guys had, you had some funny ones, like the last, was this one, the elastic waistband, isn't that what the, this band was yeah. originally called? And then no, that, was like, that was like a joke. That was like a joke. We, we, 
when we started doing the conventions and they they approached us about playing at the conventions uh in the convention we were we would do concerts as ourselves mm-hmm. but then they wanted us to sort of be the house band during the day and at that time we were like mm-hmm. oh we don't really want to be known as a house band or like a cover band because that's just not us so we created these alter egos and called ourselves the elastic waistband um hank P- plank and the two by fours exactly bill yeah, dill exactly. and the pickles like it sounds yeah, kind of yeah. funny did you have like wigs and costumes or oh, something too? yeah we did we had a whole thing we had uh we all had wigs and polyester jumpsuits and yeah. um and we all had nickname like our bass player was uh sir richard furlong and you know and, yeah. and, and our He's guitar player was what johnny high pockets high pockets yeah near hot carls Carl. don't yeah. google that folks uh, and I, <laughs> and I was, what was, was Robbie, what was yours? Yours was uh, tango. 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 Yeah. No, no last name. Yeah, yeah. And it was, you know, it was just the joke was, you know, we, we'd always say we the like <laughs> voted the third best, it? third best band in third, no fifth, fifth best band in, in Las Vegas in 20, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's like fifth best cover band in Las Vegas. Yeah. In 20, out, of, <laughs> out of three bands, out of three bands. Yeah. We were the third best, you know, anyway, that, but that was kind of a joke. And then we, we, we shed that eventually. Cause then, you know, we kind of just want to be ourselves again, but yeah. And so yeah. now you play, do you play mostly originals, but you throw in some covers when you do live shows? Yeah, we, you know, we're, if you see us at a club, we're all originals. Um, okay. But if we play the conventions, uh, we do this thing called the Saturday Night Special, which kind of modeled after like the last waltz, where it's like us playing our music, but then uh, actors from the show will come on, maybe two or three actors during an, a 90 minute show will come on and they'll sing covers uh, with us. Oh, uh, that sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. It's fun for, fun for the fans of the show to see because we have a lot of very talented actors uh, who are singers um, from Supernatural. So yeah, it's 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 fun for the for the fans. Yeah, like uh, Jen, our our buddy Jensen Ackles really kind of kicked it off, and he he always takes it to a, another level because his you know his uh, his status is such that when he does something a lot of people pay attention, but it's been great for us because it's like, you know, he recorded a song with us, a cover song with us. And and it was one that he had done at a whole bunch of, you know, that we, you know, when we did our live record and, and yeah, it's just amazing, man. Like there's so many talented people on that circuit and, you know, you, you, you don't know. I don't think everybody always realizes that a lot of actors started out doing musical theater or doing other types of stuff. And so they're pretty comfortable behind a microphone and, you know, and if nothing else, they can act like singers and, you know, and, and, and they can pull it off. And, and man, we've, we've had some people who, who aren't, you know, who aren't the most comfortable singers go out and just kill it, man. And and they're just great. And, and, you know, so we're really fortunate that we've got friends who are willing to put themselves out there and go do that stuff. Cause it really, it excites, especially at those conventions, it excites the fans and, and really helped us build a, you know, build a fan base through that kind of stuff, you know? So a lot of the fans are fans of uh, the supernatural show for sure. Yeah. 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 There's definitely, there's definitely a crossover. It's like, you know, we've got a, we've got a fan base and, and, you know, a lot of them have come to us from that, you know, from that, you know, that area. Yeah. And you're opening for uh, that, the actor Jensen, uh, his band radio company, you have a show lined up with him in Nashville, in Nashville at uh, at a club called analog, which I think only seats about 300 people. And I think it sold out in about five minutes. So, wow. uh, yeah. So it was, it was, uh, it was, you know, it's going to be a super fun night and it'll be, you know, it'll be just before Christmas and, and it'll be a great time. So, yeah. Yeah. 
And you guys have done shows at the Viper Room before, too. I want to get your take on that because I heard they're tearing that place down. That's kind of sad. Oh, really? Yeah, that, that doesn't surprise huh. me. It's like with all the construction that goes on on Hollywood Boulevard these days. And sunset. And sunset. Yeah. Yeah. Sunset. Yeah. We used to play there a lot. That was, that was my favorite place to play on the sunset strip for sure. Yeah. Um, we liked that spot. It was just the, the, the sound was always really good. And, um, yeah. and the room's a nice yeah. size, right? Like it's, it's like, I think it seats just over 200 people or something. And, and it's, it's awesome, man. The energy in there is great when you pack them in. So, yeah. Can you do, can you guys do like a full tour or is that too hard with Rob's acting schedule to plan that? We do like mini tours. We'll do like, uh, you know, uh, what we'll do like Boston, New York, or, you know, we've even like gone down the coast and just done New York, Boston, you know, uh, Virginia, Atlanta. Yeah. We try Florida. Yeah. It's like a lot of times we try to, um, book that stuff where we're, where we're flying in for a weekend, doing a couple of shows and then flying out. And then that way it gives, um, you know, that way it gives Robbie time to, to, you know, do his acting stuff when that, you know, when that's uh, on the schedule as well. And it, it, you know, yeah, it, it allows us to, and it allows the guys to have, still have a family life and, and, you know, and we're fortunately at this point where we can afford to do that and, and, uh, you know, and make it work. So is supernatural. Is that the show that you're most recognized for? Uh, it depends. I mean, I get a lot from the poster right behind you. I love I, that. Movie. I love, that's why I said, yes, I confession. Like I was like, I saw your name and I was like, looking it up. I was like, he's Calvin from way. I was like, I love that movie. I love your character in that. I think it's brilliant. Like, do you still like that movie or is it like uh, canceled now? I don't know. Cause I think it's I, funny. I, I haven't <laughs> seen it in a while, but I love that people love it. You know, I, I, I had such a great, I have a, such a great memory of of filming it because we all were kind of living that life off camera. We were really like partying a lot and really got along well. Uh, Justin Long became a good friend, as did Anna Ferris, and Ryan was great. We just all really got along with each other. So we were in New Orleans, so it was it was you know, and we're all a lot younger uh, pre kids. So it was uh, it was fun. It was a really really fun time. So I love that people love it. I, I, Did I, you I, think when you made it like the, the like Anna Ferris and Ryan Reynolds are going to be huge stars and this movie is going to be like a cult classic or? I, I mean that's what we kind of hoped. I remember making it and and telling people it's kind of like an office space for restaurants, mm-hmm. you know, and and hoping that it would be that. But um, but at the same time, yeah, we we're all like this could be something that no one ever sees. You know? <laughs> We really just didn't really know. Yeah. Um, it's so how many waiters, uh, you know, how many people working in restaurants uh, say, right? come up to Rob and, and at the end of the meal, they're like, love you and waiting, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Seriously. If you work in a restaurant, you haven't seen that movie. Like yeah. you're missing out just like yeah. if you work in an office and you haven't seen office space. I mean, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I love it. And I love it. It seems to be, and it seems to still be kind of a cult favorite of waiters. So, uh, yeah, it's great. That one, and then uh, you d- you were on Felicity for a while, and yeah, uh, Felicity, and yeah, that that gets uh, the, with the older crowd will re- remember me from Felicity, um, and Supernatural. You know, Supernatural has such a big uh, fan base, and really kept that show on the air for fifteen seasons, and um, so yeah, that that that's a big one too. Yeah, I, I haven't even seen it. I'll have to check it out. I'll have to watch an episode. Love the new album. Love. I'm a, now a fan of the band. So oh, that's sweet. Awesome. I hope I can see you guys live. I know you're coming to Phoenix, but it's at that convention, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But okay. if you want to come, but out, you can come. 
Yeah, you can come out to that concert on on Saturday night, and okay. you know, it starts at starts at nine. You know, nine fifteen. I think is usually when we go on stage, and and like it'll be a ninety minute show. And um, yeah, you can just come out to that, man. We'd be we'd we'd be uh, happy to have you, and be great to see you. Okay. Yeah, I know you guys have a hard out soon, so I uh, just want to always end with a charity. And I think you guys, there was one. Now your publicist sent it. Now I forgot what it was. But you want to promote? I always promote a charity at the end. Is there something? I think it was the Stroke yeah. Association. Yeah, right? the American Stroke Association. Yeah, I, I had a I had a stroke at a convention actually in 2013, and uh, um, so that's you know it's a cause that's near and dear to my heart, and uh, um, so fortunately I've I recovered. Um, and one of the reasons I recovered so quickly is that I got to the hospital fast. And so, you know, it's very important to recognize the causes of a stroke and to get to the hospital as soon as you can. So yeah, you what can, is that? There's like an acronym or something. I forget what yeah, it is. Yeah. Fast. Fast. And how yeah. does it, what does that stand it's for? Like face. F is face. Okay. Arms. So if you can't move your face or your arms. Right. Or like there's drooping in your face. Yeah. yeah you can't. One side, like, one yeah. side or the other. Uh, arms, if you can't like move your, one of your arms up, um, S is speech, like slurring your you can't speech. can't talk. Yeah. You can't talk. I had a, that was me. I had aphasia. I couldn't speak at all. Um, and then T is time or it's also tongue. Cause if you stick your tongue out and it kind of goes to one side, that's a, that's a sign of a stroke. Yes. That's what it is. That's the big yeah. one. If you stick the yeah. tongue out. Okay. Yeah. Good for people to know. I will put yeah. that uh, link in the show notes along with the, the band website and people right. can check. There's some shows lined up besides Phoenix or some other, like the Nashville one we mentioned, some other ones. Yeah. And who knows yeah. when people will listen to this could be five years from now. So check the website. Yeah. 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 Follow you guys on social media. Anything else yeah. you want to promote? No, man. We, we got just... gigs all next year and uh, yeah. yeah. We got a full uh, slate and uh, yeah. and the new a album comes of the... out Friday. Yeah. Oh, it comes out this stuff. Friday. Okay. Yeah. Cause I think yeah. the date looks like it would kind of change a little bit, right? Or no. November, November 11th has been the date. Yep. Yeah. That's I think been the date. There, okay. was, there was like a pre-order date and there was some other stuff. So, but yeah. Feelings and such is the new one. That's yes. right. And then, yeah, cause there's another one that's, that's already out. I think that was called well, foolish. foolish. That one's already yeah. out right now. And feelings yeah. and such comes out. Perfect. All right. Yeah. Well, let you guys get to your next interview. Thanks so much for doing this. Hey, thank Thanks, you, man. Chuck. Appreciate All right. it. Really appreciate it. Bye. Again, thank you to Rob and Steven. Check out this band if you like melodic indie rock. They are doing shows throughout the country, and the new album is called Feelings and Such. Check out their music videos on YouTube, and you can subscribe to their YouTube channel and also my channel. Uh, We recently hit 1,500 subscribers, and I know that's not a lot compared to other channels, but I am very grateful as I worked really hard to get here, and I hope I can keep it going. So I appreciate your support. If you want to support the show, again, please subscribe to the channel. Uh, And of course, your likes, comments, and shares on social media and YouTube. Uh, They help the show and they help the guests. So more people will learn of both of those things. Thank you again. Have a great day and shoot for the moon.